Oh, my God, that's incredible. And tell him not to be nervous. Tell him I don't drink hard liquor between the hours of 6 and 11 a.m. What about drugs? Oh, no, the cocaine, that's just, it's like little confidence cups of coffee during the day, little bumps, that's all. Now that sounds like negotiating your addiction. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. This is David Dacker, your host. And today we're talking about the holidays. All right, so what is it about the holidays that makes us go a little bit crazy? Well, a little different for everyone. I mean, some people really, truly love the holidays. I mean, I was at Julep the other night, and that place was really, truly warm and fuzzy. Most places I go to that are fully decorated with uh, Christmas holiday cheer is uh, not cheerful, uh, cheerful at all and tends to be really tacky, in my opinion, because I'm not big on Christmas. That said, I do enjoy a place that uh, does it right. And by doing it right, I mean it gives it that very warm, home-like feeling that a uh, good Christmas decoration does for you. Now, you know, there's a few other things. The uh, eggnog, the uh, holiday uh, cookies, uh, gingerbread, and, uh, you know, funny-looking sweaters. Not my thing either, but I know that a lot of people get into that. However, for some people, being away from family and uh, being estranged from family, it causes a hardship, depression, um, bad mood, um, and all these uh, things that the holidays are known for. And uh, given the amount of booze that we put in our bodies and uh, the amount of... uh, consumption of alcohol that happens in our industry all of those things get amplified and uh, they're a bit more intense uh, for some especially whenever you're dealing with so many people every night that are celebrating Christmas and um, I mean for better or for worse having a good time or not having a good time with it so This is going to be a short episode and what I wanted to bring up uh, that issue was because I know that this is something that everybody goes through and again in our industry is intensified by the amount of partying that is happening around us or that we're doing ourselves. So if there is an opportunity for you to join a group, um, why that I mean I know that there are bars and uh, places, bars in particular that do potluck type of um, events during this time of year so that way you don't have to spend it alone and I would say if you have that opportunity please join him Um, don't spend Christmas by yourself Um, you know just share your potato salad with somebody else So it's the last week of November and uh, we are into the winter cocktail menus. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about today was what are the cocktails that you have on your menu that you always bring back every year because, you know, the cost is right because people like it um, or uh, like me because one of them 
is a cocktail that a lot of people still don't know about. I have three cocktails that I like to put on the menu regularly. And um, that is, I like the Red Hook for something boozy. And then uh, I like the Lion's Tail and the um, Penicillin for uh, sours type of cocktails. The Red Hook I like um, because it's, it's a Manhattan riff. And that is rye whiskey, punta mez, and maraschino liqueur. For those of you not familiar with some of these ingredients, you know rye whiskey. Whiskey made of at least 51% rye. Uh, punta mez is a vermouth that is one part vermouth, half a part amaro. Amaro is a bitter, sweet um, liqueur. And then a maraschino liqueur, which is uh, made of the pits of uh, cherries. <clears throat> And it has naturally this astringent and uh, um, bite to it. <clears throat> so those uh, ingredients, uh, those two give a nice backbone um, to the Red Hook. And you have the boozy, somewhat fruitiness and, and of the uh, rye whiskey. And then you have this bitterness, sweetness, wormwood. You know, this bark flavors from the Punta Mez and then a, a slight bright uh, fruity flavor at the finish. I like it because it's one that a lot of people don't know this uh, cocktail. And it's something that makes for a very nice surprise for Manhattan drinkers. Um, and it's uh, to me, it's uh, nice and wintry. The other one is going to be the other two, uh, the Lion's Tail. Lion's Tail is one that I use year-round whenever someone wants whiskey in a cocktail that is refreshing. Um, and that is going to have, I like to use Tennessee whiskey. But you can use bourbon uh, in it also. And um, that's going to be bourbon or uh, Tennessee whiskey with uh, lime juice, uh, maple syrup, or turbinado. And... Um, Allspice tram with a dash of uh, angle. Nice, refreshing, and it is, without a doubt, Christmas in the glass. The last one is uh, the penicillin. Penicillin is essentially a whiskey sour, uh, but is made with uh, scotch. And then is topped off with a smoky single malt. That is most definitely something that uh, surprises a lot of people. It is not as easy uh, as the other two, I'd say. Because some people just are turned off by smoky flavors uh, in a cocktail. So, Lion's Tail, I'd put that in front of just about anybody. Penicillin, it would I would have to ask a few questions as to whether they like smoky or not. And whether they like, um, yeah, smoky is, is going to be the main thing. And then, uh, and, and the ginger syrup on that, almost forgot that part. Um, so, the ginger being that nice spice um root that uh really ties that drink together and like i said if you have a manhattan drinker there's really good chance they're gonna like the uh the red hook those are cocktails that uh consistently make it into my winter cocktail uh menu because again it they 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 fit the um the season but they also have something a, a slight slant um, to what people consider uh, to be a cocktail because of the immense amount of uh, fruitiness, um, uh, immense amount of spice in the lion's tail or whether it is the smokiness and a sour, 
like in the penicillin, or just the perfect balance that is the red hook. So if you're not familiar, uh, look them up. I'll put some links to some of the recipes, but try them out and uh, you'll see what I mean. In other news, uh, local activist uh, Ray Hill uh, recently passed away this past Saturday uh, at the age of uh, 78. Those of you who don't know him, um, he was uh, an activist, gay activist, and prison reform activist. Uh, those of you that did know of him, then you probably have heard the uh, prison show uh, on KPFT. So if you don't know, look it up. The guy was uh, quite the, uh, the character and quite the activist. So condolences to those of you who knew him personally. Um, I knew him from an uh, interview that I did with him about 10 years ago. That's a project I put to the side, and uh, it's about time that I pick it up again and, and finish it. So, again, he's uh, he will be missed. All right, so that's pretty much the show for today. Um, I am really just working hard on uh, making this a weekly show, and uh, given that uh, it is a one-man show still, I'm doing all the production and uh, the editing and the show myself. So this is more about uh, keeping it consistent and uh, on a regular basis. I will continue to put out news that are uh, local and uh, information that is universal. So that said, next week, I don't know what I'm going to do, <laughs> but uh, next week I'll be back. As always... Um, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep the conversation going.